0: attention please stop walking while i'm squawking all aboard
1: hi everybody
0: hello hello hello. we're back i feel like it's been we're a beat back. it's been a beat we've it been has. we've been busy little bees between the two of us
1: oh my gosh we've been so busy between work and life and school starting up and it's the fall and my daughter's in girl it's scout the so that's like all my time these days and my work is just blowing up your work is blowing up we've been busy beavers
0: well and then we came out to California again we're going to talk about it in another yeah. episode but we came out the whole family yeah. came out we got to stay with you it is fall and i was just saying i'm looking at my living room and we've been making multiple runs to my favorite section at target ever the halloween section at target uh-huh because i just can't help myself so The decorations are slowly emerging Friday night. We're going to do scary movies and Halloween decorating and I'm ready. I'm here. Your house was already fully decked out in Halloween. We got there a couple weeks ago.
1: September 1st, baby. We put them all up. We are. And Ray, my daughter is obsessed with it, too. She was like, we're putting them all up. She decorated. I just pulled out the boxes and she put everything where it goes. But no, Ryan and I are already in the spooky movie season. Yep. We are currently rewatching the Final Destination series. Oh,
0: that's a so, good idea. Ooh, it's great. Because the Highly new one, recommend. where is this new one? Isn't there supposed to be a new one on Netflix coming yeah, at some point? I, I thought I heard about. I
1: think so. Oh, I don't I know. I think so. I, right. I want to know what it's going to be about because no spoilers. But, you know, if you watch the whole series, number five comes full circle. So it's like, where are they going from there?
0: Number five was done so well because the end of it, you're just like mind blown how they did it. Because you just you didn't pick up on the fact that anyway, spoiler alert, you didn't pick up on the fact that they weren't using cell phones or like they were old cell phones. Like it was just little Things throughout the movie when you watch it a second time, you're like, "Oh, I get it! I get it! We went back in time." Yeah, cool.
1: It's really great. Well, we just finished the second one, and I got to say, I think the second one is my favorite of all of yeah. the series of Final Destination because it's just—I mean, you can't get behind a logging truck ever again. But nope. I do think still it's like scares super, me. Yeah, it's a solid sequel, and I really like it. I think that's my favorite one of this whole franchise.
0: So we watched last weekend because we were getting in the spooky season feeling. We put on the original Child's Play, and we watched mm. that. Yeah, so we watched the original <laughs> Child's Play because we were in a Chucky mood, and it's really bad. Is it? So we got halfway through it, and then Kurt said, isn't there like a new Child's Play? Didn't they like reboot it? So we watched. They did oh, they no. did on
1: Peacock, right?
0: Oh, no. Not, no, that, like that's the TV series. So the TV series picks up after like Seed of Chucky or something. But in between Seed of Chucky and the TV series, they did a fresh reboot with like a new kid, Mm -hmm. Andy, and Aubrey Plaza is like the mom in it. But Chucky is an AI doll and it like has nothing to do with voodoo and all this other stuff. And it's a really creepy looking doll. Anyway, it's not good. (laughs) But but we watched that one. I don't know what Aubrey Plaza was doing, doing that movie, but.
1: Sure. Well, this is maybe a prequel to what we're going to talk about in our next episode. We're going to have the Sierras on and talk about Halloween Horror Nights out here in Los Angeles.
0: Can't wait.
1: Uh, We had the best time. The three of us plus Ryan all went and we had a great time. But the one I was most scared about was the Chucky maze that we did because Chucky scares me. I I love love a horror film. I love Chucky. I love them all. No, Chucky. Chucky is from my childhood. I remember being four years old and going to our local movie (laughs) store and passing by the box with him. And he's got the the knife and he's Mm -hmm. a doll. And I would just stop and stare and scream until my mom would come over and flip the box the other way so that I didn't have to see his (laughs) face. So I could
0: get myself to the kids section. Oh my gosh. And that
1: is a very real memory I have that just anytime I see Chucky, I go right back to Chucky, being four years old again.
0: Chucky has just gotten so good because it's it's so camp now. And the show on Peacock is sci-fi NBC, wherever it's so good. It's so campy, it's so good. And it does what like Scream is doing in a serious way, where Scream is like continuing the story of the characters, the legacy characters, and everybody. Yeah. And Chucky does it in the same way, but in a very Chucky tone. I love it. Anyway, so that'll be next week. Let's see. The only other update on my world is I am 14 weeks out from doing my first dopey challenge down at Walt Disney World. I cannot wait. Oh, my God. Again, we've talked about this before. I coached it last year. I got the bug. So I'm going to attempt 48.6 magical miles over four days, a 5K, 10K half marathon and full marathon doing it for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Again, you all know that's a very near and dear charity, near and dear to my heart. I coached for them up here in New York. I've been running with them for years, and I fully believe that the medicines they've developed have kept my mom alive as she continues her fight. And so this feels right to make my next big fundraising push with the Dopey Challenge at Disney World. My mom loves Disney. She loves Donald. Maybe not Toby, maybe it should be the Donald challenge, but <gasps> yeah. I'm super excited for this. I cannot wait. I started training, really started training this week, 14 weeks out. I have my little Disney, so Run Disney makes, if you are a participant in Run Disney events, they send you a link to download like a Run Disney training playlist. Oh, cute. And it's all the like upbeat Disney songs to like go running to. Kind of fun. So I did that tonight, Aww. but I'm excited and keeping on point. Wait,
1: how many miles did you run tonight?
0: Tonight, just four and a half.
1: Oh, that's impressive. Yeah, just four and a half. Just four and a half. Just four and a half. I'm impressed by that. I'm proud of myself when I get through three. I'm proud. I one time got
0: through four. We'll get you up there. You're going to get me
1: there. I know. We'll get you there. We'll get
0: you there. So yeah, four and a half tonight. I have five and a half tomorrow, 11 on Saturday. And then we just continue to build. We'll all run up to 20 miles at one point before we get out there. But it's really learning how to run Long distance, multiple days in a row. Since it's a five k, ten k, half and full marathon, all at five a.m. Look, y'all, I've been in Disney World theme park parking lots at four thirty, five o'clock in the morning just to get in for something like when um, Galaxy's Edge opened (laughs) at uh, Hollywood Studios. Oh, Disneyland! I think we were there like at Hollywood Studios when we went out to. No, it was when Rise of the Resistance finally opened. That's when we were out there and we waited. In that line in the parking lot at Hollywood Studios at four o'clock in the morning, Whoa. waiting to get in. So, you now this time I'll be doing it for <laughs> another reason, but I'm excited. I
1: think you're crazy, but I'm proud of you.
0: I will solicit all costume ideas because, as I learned when I did the springtime surprise race in April, I was the odd one out, not in a costume. So, please hit us up on Instagram and send me your running costume ideas for the challenge this year. Um, But also, we will keep posting on our Instagram for those of you listening from the Northeast, from New York City and the areas, or those of you who are planning a trip out to my fine city this fall. We are doing a little fundraising contest where I've got tickets to both Aladdin on Broadway and The Lion King on Broadway for this fall. Multiple dates to choose from. We'll keep posting this on Instagram, but for every $50 you donate between now and October 15th, we will enter you into a drawing for a pair of tickets. You can choose which show you want to be entered into for each 50 bucks So you donate 100 bucks you can have a ticket and entry into both shows and go see The Lion King one night and Aladdin the next night. I've seen both shows. They're phenomenal. Disney on Broadway is something special and you know, very thankful we were able to get these tickets to help raise some money to keep kicking cancer's rear. So we'll post it on Instagram. Or if you have friends in New York and you're listening and you want to win these tickets for them as a nice little holiday present. Do that. Why not?
1: I think that is so cool. And that's such a special thing, guys. This isn't much. We're saying 50 bucks. That's half or less than half of what you would spend if you got two oh, tickets yeah. just to go to one of these shows anyways. So you might as well donate.
0: 100%. If you wanted two orchestra tickets to Aladdin and the Lion King, you're looking at over $100 a ticket. Yeah. So Broadway price has is a been, good deal. It's a great deal. It's a
1: good deal. And also you get to donate for a good cause. Yeah. So I really think you guys should listen to that. I want to repeat it again. If you are in the New York area, if you are visiting any time in the fall, right? October, November, December.
0: October, November, December. Yep.
1: Just $50 to donate and you can qualify to get these two tickets. You get to choose which night you want to go see the show. And that's an awesome deal.
0: It'll be from a list. There are specific dates when the tickets are available for. So we'll give you the whole list of dates if you win. But yeah, you enter to win. We'll do a drawing on the 15th and we'll do four separate drawings. So we're going to have two drawings for Aladdin, two drawings for Lion King for two tickets each time. So please, 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 please help me help others who need the help. Like we're not doctors. We can't cure cancer, but I can sure as heck Find the money to uh, help fund the research that's going to continue to let those smart people develop the drugs and therapies that, again, some of these drugs and therapies that have kept my mom alive way longer than she should be with the type of cancer that she has. So I'm thankful for it every day.
1: Yeah. Me too. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, we're going to dive into some news. And this is very specific news that I'm sure if you are a diehard Disney fan, you already know this information because it came out, gosh, a couple of weeks ago now at this point. But Adam and I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet. We got thoughts. We have lots of thoughts. The D23 Expo recently happened and a lot of Disney news came out, mostly Disney World news, which is exciting, But we're going to break down all of the different news that we heard and give you our thoughts as to if we're happy, if we're mad, if we are just okay about some of these thoughts. So, yeah, I say let's dive into it, Adam.
0: Let's dive in. And again, it might be old news for you all diehard Disney folks, but our opinions are new and I think we're going to have some so. First things first, we're going to start easy. This one feels like a bit of a no brainer, uh-huh. honestly. And I'm actually I'm here for it over at Animal Kingdom at Walt Disney World. Uh, Zootopia is going to replace the it's tough to be a bug movie attraction in the tree of life. Yeah, no, duh. Like, how has this not happened already? Yeah. I loathe the tough to be a bug movie thing. I hate it when it like <laughs> stings you in the back. I, I do not like it. I don't I don't I don't like it. This is coming from the guy who loved The Stitches Great Escape but I don't yeah. like this. I don't like this. You're
1: one. a masochist <laughs> for enjoying The Stitches Great <laughs> Escape. But I agree. I don't think anybody likes the show. It gets really dark for a long period of time. Yeah. Tough to be a bug. And so little kids get scared. Parents hate it because they get their booty and their back stung by bees and Ooh. bugs and stuff like that. And those seats are wildly uncomfortable. Like I just recently did it last year with Kim and Sierra. And I was sitting there being like, wow, I can't sit here for more than the exact 10 minutes. This show is so. Yeah. And also Zootopia who doesn't love Zootopia. I think this is going to be,
0: I love Zootopia and I, I don't know if you've seen but have you seen the behind the scenes videos of the Zootopia land at Shanghai that's about to open? I
1: have. It looks amazing.
0: It's yeah. the animatronics are amazing. I'm really hoping they incorporate some of those animatronics into the yeah. show, the theater, all these things. Like we need a Zootopia land. I am here for it. We do. Like one of my favorite scenes is when that Shakira song is playing and they're mm-hmm. on the train going through mm-hmm. all the climates and the habitats and yeah. everything else. I love it. I love that movie. I just know when I were watching I it the other morning on the couch, like it was, it's such a great movie. So I'm, I'm very excited that it's finally getting the long overdue recognition that it needs at animal kingdom, but I feel like it should have a whole land there.
1: Yeah. I'm sure that we, well, I don't know. Maybe they'll keep it in Shanghai. I mean, Cars Land only exists at California Adventure. Maybe they're trying to, Finally, I, I don't think it's a bad move to start keeping land specific to mm, the parks.
0: They've got some stuff. Um,
1: instead of replicating them.
0: But I mean, access for so many of us to actually be able to go to Shanghai, go to Tokyo Disneyland, go to Hong Kong Disney. Like some of the rides that they have over there, like the Beauty and the Beast ride with the oh, trackless really vehicles looks amazing. And now this Zootopia That's ride, at Tokyo, right? I think that's at Tokyo. They're opening the Frozen Land soon at, I believe, Hong Kong, I think, is or Tokyo. I think it's there. Hong
1: Kong. No, I think it's Hong Kong.
0: We're going to have a little closer access to frozen land at Disneyland Paris when that opens that one's slightly easier for me to get to yeah but we'll see I love I love Zootopia I really hope we get some more Zootopia here
1: agreed okay well let's talk about another reimagined land this is I think quite exciting I think you're going to have a lot of opinions and I'm Here for it. I'm gonna brace myself for it. I'm
0: just gonna bite my tongue.
1: All right. Well, I'm very excited about this, guys. Quietly
0: in the background.
1: So Dino Land over at Animal Kingdom is being reimagined into, and this is what they're calling it right now, Tropical Americas. So they are, and this is from the Disney site itself. They're describing this as a new experience inspired by Academy Award-winning film Encanto and the always thrilling Indiana Jones. On the drawing board for a reimagined land within the park. The plans are not complete yet, so we don't know exactly how they're incorporating Encanto and Indiana Jones, but I have some wild guesses. They're not even that wild. I think they're pretty solid. I think we're going to get Indiana Jones the ride to replace Dinosaur. Which I'm here for, because dinosaur sucks. Oh. No. And then Claire Huxtable. I'm also very excited about Encanto. Do I think that Encanto and, and Indiana Jones work together? No. So I'm hoping that they're gonna split this land not up and kind of divide
0: close. it. Oh, they're this not is... close at all.
1: But I can picture the Encanto and I like that. I think it would be really oh. cute. I think they're just like, let's do Encanto plus add in the Indiana Jones ride because we've got the ride vehicles in the same no, you know
0: this is skeletal trash.
1: style. No, I'm excited. I like Encanto.
0: This is trash. This is complete trash. Do not mess with Dino Land USA. First of all, they took away Oh,
1: it's so Primeval pathetic, World. Though. They
0: took away primeval world, which was offense number yeah. one. And why? Why did they take it away? It is a gigantic. It was great. And it, you take that back. Uh-huh. You love Goofy's no. Fly School. And it's an even no, better I did version not. of Goofy's Fly School. So.
1: Do we need to roll tape? <laughs> I can tell you. I assure you, I did not enjoy Goofy's Fly School.
0: So look, Land is. Hear me out on this. We do not need them to turn the dinosaur ride into a version of Indiana Jones that we have on the West Coast. It's special to the West Coast. It works. The queue's amazing. The outdoor part, it just works out there on the West Coast. Don't bring it here. Don't bring it to the East Coast. Let California have that. It's very special out there. Indiana Jones, it's a dying brand. I'm no, sorry. I'm going to say They just, they say just made
1: a new Indiana Jones. Yeah, and it And bombed. it was really good. It was well-received.
0: Was, was so we enjoyed wrong. the movie, but the box office bombed. Like people were not It came out at
1: the same time as Barbie and Oppenheimer. But, but I will say, I do think that I agree with you in the sense that I don't think Indiana Jones needs to be a part of this. I think they could do Encanto for this entire run. I don't know what that ride would look like if they're just using the dinosaur skeletal structure to make an Encanto ride. That seems a little off. I think Encanto would do well with like a boat ride, but at the same time, they're Imagineers, I so got imagine thoughts. something
0: I got that could thoughts. work with. Again, I know you do, but you got to let me we, finish my we sentence, should all work my friend. there. I'm really fired up. You should let me
1: finish my sentence. I know you are. I think that they could still come up with something clever within Kanto using that same dinosaur track. I don't know what that it looks like exactly, but you got like, hey, we're going fast. We're going through the story. We've got some adventure. I think you could still make it work like they did with Frozen and the Norway ride. So- I would like to see them just stick with Encanto all the way through and skip out on the um, Indiana Jones, but they're not going to. They're going to mix them.
0: That's a nice idea. But here is what these Imagineers need to do. So we know they listen to the podcast. So prepare for D23 next year and they'll make these announcements. One, Zootopia, right? Don't make it just a movie in the tree of life. This is where Zootopia should be. I would give up Dinosaur. If they turn that into the ride of like going into the city, like doing the whole thing and going yeah. through the different climates, I would be here with for a big it. Big donut. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You could do so much with that space because it's a huge soundstage basically where this attraction sits on. Like the amount of stuff they could do with that and turn that into Zootopia. Easily. They could make that entire area, the whole space. They could easily keep the games where we know they make a lot of money off those games and make those Zootopia themed games. You could add another Zootopia ride out there. You could easily turn the Triceratops twirl spin thing into a Zootopia type ride by changing out the ride vehicles on it. You could make Mm -hmm. this really cool Zootopia land there. I think there should be an Encanto land, but I also think Disney needs to completely reimagine the Mexico Pavilion at Epcot. Because it is turned into a tortilla chip guacamole. No,
1: no, you devouring stop right there. Margarita
0: sir. drinking. Frankly, he double uh-huh. hockey stick hole in the middle of Epcot. I you, can't. Are you stand serious? It. Drunk Floridians you, everywhere in the Mexico Pavilion.
1: I am shook. No, so, do not touch our Disney, beloved Mexico Pavilion. No. It's lovely. Don't touch that ride. I love that ride for what it is. And and also you can't do Encanto. Encanto takes place in Colombia. You'd have to do Coco if you're going to switch it and do that in Mexico. But, you know, I love the food. I love the ambiance. It feels like you're walking into like little Mexico City when you're in that area. And yes, they make a really bomb margarita. So it gets a lot of traffic. You can
0: keep all that. Okay, so go with me on this. If they, turned, gonna. if they turned the Three Caballeros ride into the Cocoa ride, which we've talked about before, that that should be a thing, right? You just said you should wanted be to be a in thing. Canto. No, not the Three Caballeros. I didn't say the Three Caballeros. Then I think you add Colombia to the pavilion because the pavilion's huge. So it's it's a Mexico pavilion. The next is a Colombia pavilion. You do something, or maybe it's a shared space because... I was imagining that pyramid at that restaurant. Yeah. They could reimagine that pyramid to be the house. And they have that space where it could do like it could have different effects yeah. and lighting and animations and things on it to make it really cool. You can see it. I can hear you. See it, you can kind of see it.
1: It's a wall right here. It's a no for me. Um, <laughs> but I appreciate your I appreciate your comments, but it's still a no. Uh, but back to Dino Dinoland being reimagined. I'm I'm here for it. I think it's um, necessary. And I know Adam is upset, but that is a piece of concrete inside Animal Kingdom. That whole section. Get rid of the dig site. It's kind of pathetic. Oh, no. It's, like a smaller. Noah loves it. It is. No, okay. Your kid loves it. But <coughs> it is really pathetic when you compare it to like. What they've done with Toontown, what they've done with the Redwoods out here in California, those are really substantial play areas. And this is just like, oh, half of these slides are all broken. It's just a hot spot. Like, I want this to be physically and visually cooler. And I think they can do that.
0: Okay, fine. Actually, you know what they could do is turn that whole dig site into an Indiana Jones playground and adventure area. Because we used to play with kids, we used to play as kids with our playgrounds on the back. We used to play Indiana Jones.
1: Of course, because we're children of the eighties and nineties. Yeah. You know what would be what they should just bring back is mm. the Hollywood Studios or MGM Studios. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids yes. playground.
0: Nobody even know that thing was is, amazing. But all the parents, nah. That's it.
1: <laughs> that doesn't like okay. Make it an adult playground where all of us millennials can go and hang out. <laughs>
0: And you serve <laughs> a couple of
1: different cocktails around the side, and then you've got like a zip line, and you know, you're gonna get to meet Auntie, the ant. Oh my gosh, you know, I climb on the giant cookie. The I need the, the, re- remember I the need cookie to watch that, that they movie eat? again.
0: Yes, I need to watch Ugh, that movie again. It's so good. Oh, the, yeah. wasn't okay. it the oatmeal cream cookie? It's like the one with the cookies and the yes, <gasps> so good. Do so you make good. those anymore? Are those still a thing?
1: I think so. The grandma's yeah. cookies, I oh think my that's gosh, the they're so
0: good. Okay. So keeping it, though, at the wonderful land of Epcot, uh, Figment is here. You guys, I've watched these videos of Figment. I like fell down a Figment meet and greet rabbit hole. It's so Um. great. (laughs) How has this not happened until now? So Figment is now at Epcot at the Imagination Pavilion. I think he's in that spot when you come off the ride. They have like a good character greeting spot there. And that's where he is. So we'll get this. This is the power of Figment and why this ride will never be closed. When he premiered on September 10th, it was over a five-hour wait to take a picture with Figment. Here's the thing. I know. I don't get it. I love Figment. You know I love Figment. You know I love Journey in the Imagination. Like, I love Figment, Figment, and I have a thing. It's cool. I would not wait five hours to take a photo. I also don't understand the... The people like so when we were at California Adventure, we saw Baymax and we saw the line to take a picture with Baymax. Yeah, I do not get it. I don't get it. Yeah,
1: our line is really long out here. We have not waited for him because I will not wait more than 20 minutes to meet a character. Except for one time, I did meet Tinkerbell once and I waited like three hours because it was the opening day back in 2008.
0: You met yourself.
1: Uh, Yeah, well, I met a friend (laughs) who was working as she was Tinkerbell that day. So it was exciting to see her. But that's the only reason because we had a personal connection and we still didn't get to cut the line. So I think this is all ridiculous. I'm not going to wait for Baymax. I'm not going to wait for Figment. They're both adorable and I both want to see them. But I heard that the line is now like under 30 minutes So presently at the end of September.
0: Here's what I'm secretly hoping. So part of the marathon weekend, the strategy to running the races, you basically run from photo spot to photo spot. And this is how they get you to actually buy the photo pass for the whole trip, which I did. I yeah. caved and bought the photo pass for the last trip when I did the springtime surprise. I bet they roll figment out for it.
1: Oh, I bet they will. They have and
0: to, the lines are going to be nuts. So anyway, there's yeah. figment. He's there. He's there. It's about a 30-minute wait now, but in like five hours. But you remember the Figment popcorn buckets? Like how long people were waiting in line for those?
1: Yeah. It was insane. People are crazy for Figment. I get it. He's great. I love him. Okay. So over still at Epcot, the journey of water has an official opening date, which is October 16th. So this is again that interactive walkthrough that we talked about before. But also they have announced that Moana will have a meet and greet spot within the Journey of Water. So I think this is exciting. I don't really know what to expect. I've seen a couple of videos and we've talked about it on the podcast. But I, yay, Journey of Water. I hope it's super, super cool and very Moana-y.
0: I hope it's a cool space for like Noah, who will be next time we're there in January for the race. He'll be nearly three years old. So this is like. That January trip is his last, like, free trip into Disney World. I'm going to start buying Uh, tickets after this. Uh, No. Welcome, my friend. How did that happen already? But for him, he's probably going to love it. He loves water. He loves these things. Like, Mm -hmm. I think for these little kids, it'll be cool. I think it'll eventually feel more like a thing you walk through to get from point A to point B at Epcot.
1: Yeah, I think so, too.
0: But I am more excited for all the construction walls. Finally being down over a big center part of Epcot right there. Because those those walls have been up for years and years and years and years. And it's going to finally be nice to have that openness to Epcot again. Yeah, I agree. So I'm excited for that. I agree. Okay. Bum, bum, ba-da-dum, bum, ba-da-dum, bum, ba-da-dum. Anyway, let's oh, head yeah. over to the Pirates That's of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Guess what? There's going to be a tavern. So they are. Is there?
1: Is there yeah. going to be a tavern? There Do is- we know that this is going to be a tavern?
0: Well, they're calling it a tavern. There is a video, a very hokey video that was put out of cast members (laughs) dancing around excited about a tavern.
1: But this could be the same as like Gaston's tavern, which is super cute. When you go inside, it feels like Gaston's tavern, but it is a dry tavern. Like there is no booze being served at that location. I
0: think there's going to be booze. I think they have popped the lid off of the no booze at the Magic Kingdom, no booze at Disneyland. I think they're going to still keep the no booze primarily at Disneyland because right now you can only get it at like select ticketed things, the bogus yeah. Cantina. And I think that's it right now at Disneyland still.
1: No, at Disneyland you can also get it at the sit down restaurants. That is a, a new thing. So if you go to any sit down restaurant at Disneyland, you can get booze, but, but by booze, I mean wine and beer and right. maybe one specialty cocktail.
0: Yeah. So this will be interesting to see if, this is like a beer pub or a root beer tavern.
1: I still think it's going to be a root beer tavern. I do think it's going to be kind of cool. It sounds like it's going to be at the exit of Pirates of the Caribbean in that same space where they used to do the pirates and princess makeovers, kind of like the boy version of Bippity Boppity Boutique.
0: Well, we will see if we're going to be uh, jolly with some pirates or not. <laughs> it's soon, I guess. Or you know what it's going to have is like, a spike cider or something like that. Probably like something that's very low alcohol. Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe this is their way of jumping on the non-alcoholic trend too, where they do like the non-alcoholic beers. That'd be cool too. And things like that, which could be kind of cool. Yeah. I feel like people are into that now. I mean, not us, yeah. but other people. No,
1: not us. But I think it's super cool that it exists. So I'm happy with whatever iteration it comes into. I'm just curious. And I'd like them to give more detail. Yeah. Um, Okay, staying at Magic Kingdom, another big owl news is that the Country Bear Jamboree is getting a tune-up. They are removing some of the, or maybe all of the songs of Country Bear Jamboree. Not totally clear if it's all or some. Some of these songs probably need to be removed in 2023 standards. Some of them are just bops. Some of them are great. But what I do know is that sometime in 2024, they're going to reopen... And they are working with Nashville producers and recording artists to create a new like pop songs with country bear spin on it. So I don't know what that means. I hope it is not kids bop version country bear style (laughs) of like pop songs that are relevant in 2024, but will be very much not relevant (laughs) 10 years later. And then we're stuck with those. I I, hope it's all brand new songs that they're singing. I sincerely hope that.
0: I feel like I need to get down there and go see this thing before all the highly inappropriate sexual in the windows are taken out of that show. Like, I mean that one song about that, that pixie or whatever name sings where she's like, it turns me on. Like, yeah, it's, it is called all the
1: guys that turned me on, turn me down.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the fact that this is still there. I mean, again, this is the same theme park where there's still a shooting range, which we know my thoughts on that one. So, yeah, I don't know. I It's almost like what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want them to change it. I'm sure. I feel like they've gone this long. Why do it at this point? Like just own it and leave it there. But. I know R.I.P. Trixie or Pixie or whatever her name is. Trixie? Is it Trixie?
1: I think it's Trixie. I look, I had not seen this show. I, I don't know if I ever watched it as a kid. I don't have any memory of it. My first memory of seeing this show and I worked at Disney. You'd think I would have seen everything when I worked there, but I never saw it then either. My first memory really of watching this was at like one in the morning on one of those like extra magic evening hours with Kim and Sierra. And we went and sat in and I think we were the only people in the audience. Amazing. And because there was no other humans to like damper the noise, we were hearing all the hydraulic like
0: amazing click
1: clacks of the characters moving back and forth all around us and surround sound.
0: That's magic. I did hear that there. That is magic.
1: I have video, so I will make sure I post this on our Instagram. But I do remember reading that they're going to be changing out the hydraulic animatronics and changing them to no. electric. So we won't have the click clacky sounds anymore either. I know. All of it's a change. Oh,
0: Disney Daddy, what are you doing? No, it's going to be just like making changes and disappointing us all.
1: It's going to be like figment. Remember when the original figment ride mm-hmm. existed and then they changed it to whatever monstrosity they have now. That I still love monstrosity that we have now. Of course you do.
0: Figment. figment you don't remember
1: the crazy. original.
0: No, I don't. You don't really remember so
1: dream finder.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, so RIP Trixie and turning her on and getting turned down, but staying at magic kingdom. There's a lot of magic kingdom news. Staying in the Magic Kingdom. Well, ready or not, folks, get ready for longer lines at the Haunted Mansion where it already has long lines. The lines are going to get longer because the Hatbox Ghost is finally making his ghoulish arrival to the Haunted Mansion at the Magic Kingdom. A lot of people, when I've talked about this to some folks, they're like, wait, it's not there. Like, no, no, it is not. So the Hatbox Ghost is coming. Not when you would expect the Hatbox Ghost to come. You'd think, oh, we're in Halloween season at Disney World. Maybe the Hatbox Ghost should be there for that. No, he's coming after Halloween. He'll be here sometime in November (laughs) of 2023. Also, I remember when I think it was the episode where Kim joined us when I was at LA and I talked about going to see the Haunted Mansion movie at the drive in and that the Haunted yeah. Mansion was the backstory of the Hatbox Ghost that nobody asked for and we got anyway. Mm-hmm. So they are they are going all in on the Hatbox Ghost here. And so he will be arriving again in November. Also, they're sticking him at the end by the Endless Hallway which feels really weird that's because it's in
1: California.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean, but like That's
1: at the beginning of the ride. That is weird. a weird spot. So, folks, if you haven't been to Disneyland and done our haunted mansion, the hatbox ghost was added a few years ago, and he is right after the attic scene with the bride. As you're falling and this is the moment the when you are falling out of the window, and then you go into the graveyard scene with all the ghosts, and it's really fun. He's right there, and it almost feels like he's pushing you out the window yeah. and pushing you downward, and you see his head in the hatbox, which is really cool. He's a great effect. He's a great effect. I love him. They're going to put him in the, like, second scene you see on this ride in the, quote, endless hallway. If you can recall right now, it's usually a, like, candle obra looking like it's being held by a Mm -hmm. ghost. But you can't really see anything but the candle obra in a mirror trick style of an endless hallway. And there's a couple of chairs in the very front. That's where they're going to put him. And I feel like just thinking about it right now, it feels really off because you want him to be a kind of big presence in the ride. And you're going to see him within the first 45 seconds of being on this ride. That's weird.
0: I don't get it because if you're thinking about like the imagineers always talk about how every attraction is a story they're taking you through. And I think what's done so well at Disneyland with the Haunted Mansion, which let's just be honest, the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland knocks the Disney world Haunted Mansion out of the water any day just the line the setup the staging of it the whole thing the house like everything is better but it tells a story and that story of i love the story and you're that character in that story and it does such a good job of doing what disney wanted was to make you feel like you were the main character in every story on these attractions that you went on yeah and haunted mansion it's so evident that you were the character going through the haunted mansion and when you get pushed out that window and you're Falling backwards. Like if you guys could see me right now, I'm doing a I'm doing a dramatic He's, recreation yes. of falling out of the mansion. But like it's you It's only fall okay your performance. But yeah, yeah. So I'm not an actor. That's what the husband does. But it's done so well because you see the bride and then you get pushed out the mansion window. And you're falling down to your death and then you're a ghost down in the graveyard with all the other ghosts. And it's done so well and that they, what you said, the hatbox ghost being there is like he's almost pushing you out and sending you to your doom. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like that in Florida. And they're going to just randomly stick him at the beginning of the ride. Yeah, I, it's kind of lame. I won't fully knock it till I actually write it and see it and see how the story unfolds. But it just feels lazy.
1: Agreed. Strong agree.
0: Also, I love what they do in California with that, though, when Zero is in the Endless Hallway for Haunted Mansion Holiday.
1: Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, they replace the the candelabra with Zero, and it's really clever. so cute. Yeah, so cute. I love it. Okay, well, over to my coast, the West Coast, there's like nothing that came out during D23 about anything they're doing at Disneyland or DCA except for this kind of nothing piece of information, which is that we're getting a new attraction at Avengers Campus. That sounds really cool. What is it? No idea. Where will it be? Unclear. What character, what Marvel character are they going to emulate this after? Absolutely nothing. They haven't told us anything. They showed us a couple of ride vehicle picture renderings and they could be anything from Wakanda to Guardians of the Galaxy and who knows what in between. So I have no idea what to tell you guys. We're going to get a ride. There's no date. There's no window as to when this will happen or what Marvel character it will be based after. But I guess that's exciting, right? We'll get another ride yeah, over there. Uh,
0: OK, I'm not going to get excited because originally we were supposed to have the big e-ticket ride there. And that was supposed to be the, like being in the Quinjet and doing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you it's going to be in that building that they've now just stuck another merchandise store into. Oh, right. Over there. Yeah. It's the big, huge, empty building where the Marvel actors, like, jump out and dance around. and Not dance around, but you know what I mean. Huh. And where they've now opened a store, yet another Avengers merch store there. That's got to be the front. To the ride. And I feel like that was originally where the ride was supposed to be when it was going to be this like Quinjet e-ticket ride fighting Thanos or whatever it was going to be. I feel like they've come out with so many different versions of like teasing what this big e-ticket ride was going to be. Yeah. And it just hasn't developed. And then we, of course, we had the pandemic and that slowed everything down. They couldn't put the money towards it. We get it. But I'm not gonna get excited about this until the riot is actually, you know, shovels are in the dirt and they're actually building this thing.
1: Agreed. Strong agreed. All right. All right. We've got one last little bit. And and by the way, what you're about to share, this did not come out in D twenty three. We actually talked about no. this a little bit on our previous episode, but the news hadn't dropped yet. So yep. we figured we'd tack this on to this episode.
0: We'll pause now if everybody needs to go get a drink as they're listening. Because oh no. We're going to get real, folks. All right. Off to the high seas. Disney Cruise Line finally announced what is going to be on. Well, sort of what is going to be on the Disney Treasure, a.k.a. the Disney Wish 2.0. I, I'm just going to preface this with there's not a lot of new and it's a lot of the same and it's a lot of a want-want. So the Disney Treasure is the second ship in this new class of ships that the Disney Cruise Line has come out. Disney Wish Being the first one, you can go back, listen to our multiple episodes we did about our time on the Disney Wish, Dana's family, and my family. Um, We enjoyed it. We enjoyed the entire cruise and every minute of it for the most part. But they have now given a little peek.
1: I think I loved every moment of it. I think every moment,
0: but the final breakfast. That one's still rubbing me. That's the
1: one moment. That's the one moment. The one down moment. moment. We've learned don't go to the breakfast. The final
0: breakfast. Don't go. Just give them your tip yeah. on the last dinner and get out because they don't want you there either. So <laughs> so anyway, Disney Treasure was announced. It is very, 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 very similar to the Disney Wish, except for a few things. And some of them are major. So the ground hall looks Phenomenal. Like when you board this ship, it's darker tones like the Disney Wish is very regal and royal and Cinderella with the blues and this and that because it's Cinderella ship. Mm-hmm. The whole point of the treasure is that it is adventure and treasure seeking. And it is very much of an Aladdin type theme, which is evident by the fact that the statue in the big grand hall is Aladdin. So mm-hmm. they have that there. It's beautiful. I think the darker tones are amazing. I love the design of that grand hall when you walk in and all that looks amazing. But then when you move past that, so much of it is going to be exactly the same as the Disney Wish to the point where they did this reveal video. They shot most of it on, on the, the Disney wish. wish to show you that's yeah. going to be on the treasure the Walt Disney Theater, exactly the same where the shows are performed. Different shows will be there, but the theater looked exactly the same.
1: Hold on, every single theater on the Disney Cruise Line is called the Walt Disney Theater,
0: so but they look the same. I don't care about they the title. do look
1: the same. They do it look the same. And I also want to
0: showed you the Disney Wish.
1: I want to take it a quick step back, just as a quick tutorial. This is like the sixth ship that's coming out at Disney, right? And so they have like. They're in pairs of two. So you had the first two that came out in the late 90s, and they are mirror images of themselves. But the theming is wholly different on the wonder and the magic. And then you had the fantasy and the dream. They came out in like the 2011 and 15 time. Same thing, mirror images, bigger ships, but again, fully different innards, basically. like All the internal stuff is all different, but the structure is the same. Now we've got the wish that came out and the treasure is its sister mirror ship. So I fully expected that all of this was going to be physically a mirror image, but that they would have newly reimagined spaces. And they don't, basically, besides what Adam's saying that the main hall is very different looking They have the same basically rotational dining. They have the same lounges. They have the exact same carbon copy of the kids club and the splash pad and the pool areas. It's all absolutely identical compared to the other previous ships where they changed it up a little bit more.
0: Yeah. So the It's a Small World Nursery is exactly the same as the Wish. The Oceaneers Club, the kids club is exactly the same as the Wish. It looks like they're going to have the same fine dining restaurants, the same fine, di- that nice bar, the
1: mm-hmm. up top. Enchante and Palo, they are both exactly the same. Exactly
0: yeah. the same. There will be some slight differences. So where the Bayou Bar is on The Wish, which we did enjoy going there a few times, that is mm-hmm. now going to be a jungle cruise theme bar. The same space right there in the middle off the Grand Hall. That's cool. It's going to be a jungle theme cruise bar, which is cool. And they have made a slight adjustment to the rotational dining. So right now, the Disney Treasure cruises that are available, last I was checking, there are no three-night cruises. They're all four or more nights right now is what I was seeing on Disney Cruise Line. And they are doing this because they have done a slight change to the rotational dining. So you still have the Marvel dining, which Mm -hmm. we had on The Wish, and I believe... What I understand is they're going to make it more Spider-Man forward on this one than Ant-Man. They're still going to be the Quantum Core and all this stuff, but it's going to be much more Tom Holland Spider-Man forward. Yep, They are still going to have 1923, which I did love 1923. I thought that was a nice, really nice dinner and nice place to eat, minus our food being cold. (laughs) But The ambiance was nice. But they are replacing Frozen with two... Not one, but two cocoa shows. So on The Wish right now, when we went on the ship, Pirate Night, we went back to Marvel for the second time, and it was just a normal dinner. There was no show or anything else like that. What they're doing on The Treasure is they're going with a new way of doing four different dining experiences, still in three dining rooms. But you are going to go to the Cocoa dining room twice. And see two different Mm -hmm. shows. So they have two stories they're telling.
1: I like that. And I like Coco. I think that's a really good choice. I'm happy about that. I liked Frozen. I thought it was cute. I mean, I love the movie Coco way more than I love Frozen. So I'm excited about that part. But I'm also excited that, like, you get to have all of the amazing mariachi style of music. It's going to be way more lively. You're going to have that same kind of dinner theater show. And the music is awesome in Coco. You can't deny that. But the food's going to be amazing. Like, that was kind of the lower point for me with Arendelle was that Mm -hmm. we're dealing with Norwegian fare, And some of it was good, some of it was not good. I mean, who hates a Mexican meal? Like everything in a Mexican (laughs) restaurant is always incredible. So I'm I'm here for that. I think cocoa is a really sweet choice.
0: I will say though, it is two nights of Mexican fare that you're gonna have on the show now. So that is That's that's fine. That's that's fine by me. That's fine by me. Yeah, you live in LA. But (sighs) the other thing I'm gonna say is though I do remember. Where and I'm sure it's going to be in the same like back of the ship section where Frozen was and had the windows at the back of the ship too. remember that. Mm -hmm. But I, I am concerned that doing two nights of shows, it was very hard. Even where we were sitting, we were kind of like in the middle section, like mid distance from the stage. Yeah. It was very hard to follow along with the show. That was happening up on the stage. Agreed. And I'm concerned with two nights of two different Coco stories happening on the stage. It's going to be really hard unless you were seated, frankly, where they put the concierge guests like closer to the stage. Yeah. It's going to be really hard to follow along on that show. Like the audio was really hard. I remember, you know, unpaid intern. He was who's an audio guy was very like like it was. Yeah, it was it was rough. In there. So hopefully they're figuring out those kinks.
1: And we had decent seats. Yeah. We had not the worst, but not the best seats for that Arendelle Frozen show. And I just remember my back was to the performers the whole meal. So I kept craning my neck and turning around to watch it. Agree. Ryan brought up that the audio was really off. But then I kept looking at the other groups that were behind us. And I was like, oh, man, they have an even worse position to be they in. Need, and,
0: they need video yeah, screens. They just,
1: I know, but I don't really want video screens. Because i that's the other thing. I don't want to go sit at a meal that I've spent a lot of money to be on this cruise ship only to watch it all on a video screen. Now, I also am hearing myself because that's what Marvel is, is you're watching it on a video screen all around <laughs> you. But they're massive. That's like the whole purpose is the video screens. And not for live performance. I don't want that but for I think,
0: live performance. No, but I think, think about when you go to a, just hear me on this. When you go to a concert in a big yeah. arena at a football stadium, right? You go see people went the eight bajillion million bajillion people that went to go see Taylor Swift. They're sitting in seats where seeing. you need to that's see the screen seeing. to be able to see the concert.
1: Understood, but that's not what you're seeing here. This is still a smallish, intimate-ish experience compared to seeing Taylor Swift at a stadium. You're still seeing a show with a small group of people. I don't think that screens are going to translate as well as we think they would.
0: I don't know. I would have appreciated being able to go back and forth from watching the stage to actually seeing. I think the problem was because everybody who was in that outer rim of seats in there was so disconnected yeah. from the show. They were just blah 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 blah, and that didn't help with the audio. Nobody was paying attention to the performers on the stage. I think was the issue. Like they've got to figure out how to get people to actually pay attention. Maybe it's Engage. maybe it's multiple stages around the restaurant, right? Where like different scenes yeah. are happening on different stages or something. Anyway, not for us to decide. Cool. That's it a great be idea, cool, right? Scene. Yeah. Thanking producer. Oh. Right here. Hire me, Disney. So, anyway, look, there's a lot of news coming out of D23. We always have thoughts on it all. I gotta say, I am still excited to do another cruise at some point soon. I was just, as I was texting you earlier, I was sitting here watching Adam and Gary on the Disney Dream. And I've got to wait, I guess, a little longer for a cruise ship to come back to New York. So we're not going to do it this fall. So, hopefully, maybe 2025, they come back to New York to fill my dream of... Hopping on a Disney cruise out of the Upper West Side or Midtown West of Manhattan and waving away to New York City. Something about so iconic about sailing past Ellis Island and the Statue of Liberty on your way out of the harbor. Like, come on, that's cool.
1: That is pretty cool. That would be pretty awesome.
0: So, one day. Anyway, all of that said, if you want to go experience any of this, call Dana.
1: Please do. I have already booked three people for the treasure. I know we didn't wow. speak highly of it, but I've already booked people for the treasure. I do want to try the treasure at some point. I think it still is going to be cool. And I love the wish. Should that be so an Adam I,
0: and Dana and, like, should that be a no-husband trip?
1: Okay. That's fine. Sorry, Ryan, our unpaid intern who edits this. But Sorry,
0: Kurt. Um, but well, maybe that's how we finally get, like, the Sierra or Kim on a cruise.
1: Yeah. That would be really fun. I'm also really excited to share with you guys that in like a month and a half from now, Allison Mertzman, who's the owner of the travel agency that I work with. And probably the reason you know this podcast is because I'm good friends with Allison (laughs) and she has a social media following. But Allison has invited me to go visit the Disney Magic in San Diego here pretty soon. So we're going to do a travel agent walkthrough, just her and I, and go check it all out and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm also around anytime if anybody is looking to book any trip. That's Disneyland, Disney World, a Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney. Anything that has the word Disney in it, I can probably book it for you. So reach out anytime. You can just message us on Generation D Pod Instagram or you can always just do that. That's easier. But um, you can also (laughs) email us anytime. My email is Dana at com, which is a mouthful. So just go to our Instagram and I'll, I'll hook you
0: up. And it's Alice Sun. I always feel like I have to like clear it up for folks. Yes. It's Adventures with Alice Sun, A-L-L-I-S-O-N, Wonderland, not Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. Alice Sun. Just help it out. It's true.
1: We have to end mentioning that our dear friends, this makes me very sad and I'm also... Very happy. Not, I'm sad about this news. Our dear friends, Katie and Andrew, have oh, yeah. moved away from Los Angeles, though you'll still hear them on the podcast, I am confident. But they have moved. We
0: should have them back on soon.
1: We should. Well, they're in the middle of going road tripping to move to Orlando, where they're going to be working out that way, which is exciting for them. And also exciting for my six-year-old daughter, Katie, when she left, she gave Ray an entire tin full of pins. And my daughter is obsessed with these. Every night at dinner, she's opening it up, looking at more. We're going to Disneyland this Saturday, and she's going to do some pin trading of a few duplicates. And she's thrilled. But Katie just, like... Opened up a whole pin trading world to her and she's beyond excited. And 90% of these pins are Alice in Wonderland. So I'm very excited about that.
0: Oh, I know we went through, we went through the whole 10. She didn't clock the two we took, did she?
1: No, she didn't. I don't even, I remember the, yeah. So Adam looked through them while Ray was sleeping (laughs) and was like, I'm going to take these seven. And I was like, she's already noticed a few of those. And she's re-noticed those same ones that you're like, we were going to take these. I was like, I'm glad you didn't. But um, the ones that you took, she has not paid any attention to. All
0: right. Well, Ray, we need to listen to this in a few years. Sorry. Anyway. So sorry. <laughs>
1: um, all oh, right, folks. folks. Oh, no. Look at us.
0: I know. Look, we're like, anyway. We're twins. Uh Be sure to listen to us next week, too. We'll have the CRS back on. And we're going to talk all things Halloween Horror Nights, which I am so excited for be the best halloween episode ever and i'm just gonna fanboy out and be very like ask all the questions and be very jealous that i was not there that night but cannot wait i will do my prep work watching youtube videos before we before we dive in with the girls as you should
1: all right folks have a great week and we'll see you all next week
0: see ya